0: Tonight on Twilight Tonic, I'd welcome a very special guest and a lovely lady. She is a hypnotherapist, and she incorporates energy healing with past life regression. I want to welcome Stephanie Brookshire. How are you tonight, Stephanie?
1: I'm great. Thank you. How are you?
0: I'm amazing. Thank you for asking. Stephanie, you do some fascinating work, especially I'm so interested in this past life stuff. What got you started in hypnotherapy and past lives and energy healing?
1: Well, um, about two years ago, I think now, I was on Facebook and the name Dolores Cannon kept popping up onto my newsfeed and I could not figure out why. And so I ended up looking her up and finding out that she developed the QHHT which is a past life regression, um, technique that she, that she did, that she made. Um, and so I knew that like, I, I needed to know more. And Mm -hmm. so when I read her books, um, I decided that I needed to have a QHHC session done. And from the moment that I even read about the fact that there were past lives and that we were able to access them, I was hooked um mm-hmm. i have loved everything about past lives since the moment i learned that it was even um you know a thing that it was even real mm-hmm. and so i had my session done and i like i knew that i had to do it that i had to learn how to do this for people because it was just the most amazing eye-opening thing that i have ever experienced and so i i found someone um who was able to train me. Um, she's actually out of Fort Wayne and her name, um, her name is Nikki mm-hmm. and she, um, she works through Acacia as well, but she trained me in hypnosis. And so I learned how to do hypnosis. I took her into a past life and I kind of, I read some books and I went off of my intuition and here I am. Okay. What's Nikki's last name? I cannot remember it right Booker? now Booker. Thank you. Yes, I oh, could not. Okay. It was not coming to me at all. Okay. That's amazing. So have you had past life
0: experiences before you got this whole idea of doing it?
1: Um, I did actually. So upon my awakening experience, um, like in within a couple of days, I had this very intense vision of a bunch of different men who were dressed like Vikings and they were, it was like, they were all coming at me and I knew it was something from a past life. Like I, I like I knew that it was something from somewhere. It was real, but I didn't understand what it meant or what it was or who they were. Um, but before that, no. I, I did not, I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I I wondered about things, you know, Mm -hmm. um, about what we're typically taught and what we're told. And I, I felt like it didn't add up, but I just wasn't sure, you know, what that meant for me. Right. So when you first
0: started doing this, this is like calling for you.
1: Yes, it has been. For my whole life I just didn't understand what it was. That is so exciting.
0: Yeah. So when you started doing this, how has it changed your life?
1: Well, I think mean, I guess it's changed my life in so many ways. Like it's allowed me to help people find things about themselves that they would have otherwise maybe never found. Mm-hmm. Um, it's helped me to find things in my own past lives that relate to my current life that have helped me to understand things about myself that I may have never found otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I never really thought that I would be able to use my voice to help people in the way that I'm able to, and I, I I love it. Like literally every time I'm with someone and they find something that was you know a huge a huge deal for them, or I'm able to help somebody release something that has been causing them issues for their whole entire lives, like it just makes me feel so so good, so fulfilled, so grateful mm-hmm. that I'm able to help people find find past lives and find information that they need. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, one thing I've always wondered, Stephanie, is I think when people had a past life that was very dramatic and full of trauma, how do you, how does this help them when they come to you?
1: So a lot of the time when somebody has a lifetime that was very traumatic or, you know, something, they did something terrible or something, you know, something really negative or terrible was done to them. Um, they'll come out of the hypnosis and they'll say like something similar happened to them in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. Um, or they, you know, they just had a feeling that there was something, something going on or that explained something that they've been wondering for a long time. Um, So I, I help them not only while they're under hypnosis, but once they come out to understand, you know, why that happened or, Mm -hmm. um, where, like where that was coming from and how they can relate that and how they can start to kind of connect things and, and release it. Mm -hmm. The more they're able to understand, um, and connect, the the better chance that they're going to have of releasing that and healing whatever is causing that to be recurring in their life. Right. Out of curiosity, Stephanie, do people
0: come back quickly sometimes? I often wondered that.
1: Sometimes they do. Um, Sometimes I've had a couple of people who have done um, maybe two or three sessions like, I don't know, within a couple of months. Um, Sometimes people uh, will wait, you know, two or three months before they come back. Um, it just kind of depends on the person, but the more often, or the more sessions you do, the more you can release, um, and the better you're going to feel the healthier your life is going to be by releasing, um, and, and understanding and finding different lifetimes.
0: Okay. I always thought that was really interesting because I worked with a young guy, and he kept talking about the 80s. Now, he was really young, mind you. He's maybe 21, 20. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he kept talking about the 80s and everything 80s. And I, like, swore. I was like, that must have been, you must have, like, came back quick.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's possible. Sometimes people, you know, sometimes you will we'll wait mm-hmm. um, a, a long time between lifetimes. And sometimes we go out and we come right back in. Okay. Um, the further along we go on this timeline, um, the the faster people are coming back in because it's a really big time right now to be working through things and releasing as much as possible. Yeah. Um, so it's very possible that he would have le- you know left and came right back. Uh, so I know there's a
0: lot of belief right now that a lot of the souls came back to help what we're going through now is that what you're finding
1: yes um so so many people um have signed up to be here right now uh not only to help with what earth is going through and Mm -hmm. what humanity is going through but also because of the intense energies and the amount of releasing that's happening um energetically. People are coming, we're coming back and there's so many right now because they're, we're all trying to release as much as we can to Mm -hmm. heal as much as we can, um, to be, you know, the best versions of ourselves. Um, and it's, it's just, it's such a, such a big, important time right now. Right. So in your, your
0: own life, Stephanie, what experiences have you had on a metaphysical or spiritual level that has taken you
1: down this path? Ah, the path of the, the past life regression. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I don't know, I guess I have just, I've, I've known, you know, Mm -hmm. since I, since I, like I said, since I, I knew that it was something I had to do. Um, and then I knew that, I needed to learn how to do it and then I knew that I needed to like do um to continue to do the past life regression and learn. Um I, I guess I don't I guess I don't know what spiritual experiences have caused me to to know that I had to do it besides just knowing it, like feeling it so strongly in like my whole entire body. Um, just like when I think about it, when I talk about it, I just, I light up and I just feel that like passion in my chest, you know, in my heart um, that, that tells me that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I guess the more, the more I do, um, the more lifetimes that I find not only of my own, or but, you know, of other people, of clients who have come to me, um, the more I know every single time that mm-hmm. it's what I'm supposed to be doing.
0: Right. Gosh, you know, I've talked to so many people probably throughout my lifetime that has told me tons of experience. I'm sure now you have tons of people telling you all kinds of experiences. Mm-hmm. What is the most interesting one? I know they're all interesting. Definitely. What, what one has stuck in your head?
1: Um, let's see here. Okay. So as far as the different lifetimes that I, you know, that I've, I've found with clients, mm-hmm. um, I had someone who found Atlantis, mm-hmm. um, um, and it was just, it was just the coolest thing I think I've ever been in, um, been in in a regression and experienced. Um, there was there was a, a lantern that would shine a light and guide the way, and it it was just, it it was neat. There was it was a magical lantern. I found, um, I found. People who have lived on other planets mm-hmm. and who have been able to describe to me what the trees looked like, um, they've been able to tell me that on the planet they were on at the time, instead of manifesting something and waiting for it to come into our reality like we do now, mm-hmm. they were able to like make it immediate and it would just show up right in front of them. Um, I've seen, I've, I've been in on regressions where on someone who was a queen on another planet and her, her head had cords coming out of it and she was connected to all of the life on the planet. And she was able to, to like tell them anything that was coming, anything that was going to happen, um, and give them messages, you know, Mm -hmm. through, And, and so there have just been so, So many things, so many experiences that have happened that have just been—I don't know. Like it's something Mm -hmm. exciting every single time. It's something new, and I just—I love every second of it.
0: Wow, that would be awesome. I I would love to have cords, and (laughs) that's
1: cool. (laughs) (laughs) It was amazing. I mean, now in one in one way, it was wonderful because she was able to get so much information, and she Mm -hmm. was able to, you know, tell everyone what was going on and look out for everyone. But on the other hand, she was stuck there because she was connected to that all the time. And so it's just, you know, there's always, there's always things to work through no matter what Mm -hmm. experience you have. There's always something, something there for you to work through something that a reason that you needed to experience that, that lifetime that you went into. How much do you think, our
0: past lives influence what we do in this lifetime?
1: So, so very much. So out of, you know, we come back so many times and we have all of these different lifetimes and there's so much potential for things to happen Mm -hmm. in every single lifetime that we have And a lot of the time throughout history, we haven't been aware of how to heal Mm -hmm. or how to release um, blockages or how to release energy, um, how to deal with the way that we feel guilty when something happens or how to deal with, um, you know, what our triggers are on a daily basis. And so if you think about just your life right now, and then multiply that by, you know, however many lifetimes you've had because everybody's different. Some mm-hmm. people have had seven, some have had 37, some have had 547. I mean, mm-hmm. you just, you never know. Right. Um, you between from lifetime to lifetime, you're still bringing a lot of that stuff back with you. Mm-hmm. And so there's, it's very, um, there's a lot that is influencing us in this lifetime. Now, it might not be every lifetime that's influencing us, but say, you know, we're coming back this time to heal, um, you know, four different lifetimes and all of them were similar situations. Um, And so we're gonna be dealing with all of that stuff on this lifetime. Um, So it's just, it influences us so, so much from, you know, the time that we're born (laughs) Until the time that we die, in every right. single lifetime.
0: That's really interesting. I often wondered how much our past lives influence our jobs and what we enjoy doing from lifetime to lifetime.
1: <clears throat> it, it's quite a bit. So not only does you know the different energies and things that we've got going on that we're holding on to and the blockages that we've got influence us in our lives, but also the people. So. When you typically, when we meet somebody or there's somebody who comes into mm-hmm. our life in one way or another, they're also going to be from another lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just depending on you know what situation you need to be going through with that person, or what relationship you're supposed to have with them, or what contracts you might have with them, or mm-hmm. what attachments you have with them, as to what your relationship is going to be. Um, is going to be like and Mm -hmm. what you need to heal between the two of you. Mm -hmm. So for instance, uh, a parent or your parents typically will have been your parents before, maybe multiple times. Um, One or both of them could have been siblings. They could have been a romantic partner. They could have been, you could have been their parents. So there's all these different relationships um, that you will have or could have had with someone mm-hmm. um, to experience that person in every way possible, and to um, like heal or release or you know whatever you need to be doing with that person right. in this lifetime. So it can be very in depth and very complicated, oh, depending yeah. on the situation.
0: Definitely, I think so too. And I often ha- I wondered this culturally too. I wonder, like when you're fascinated with a certain culture, usually I'm finding with some people, not everybody, obviously, that it's in their bloodline on some distant relative.
1: Do you find that to be true? I do. Um, I do, actually. So I have found that um, a lot of the time it seems like uh, if someone is fascinated or very interested in a culture or mm. a place or, you know, or something about um, a type of people, it's because they have possibly lived a lifetime as, you know, as those people or um, in that place or in that culture. Mm. And it maybe it was a, a great life for them. And they loved it or they loved where they were or they loved something about it or mm-hmm. or they were passionate about something, you know, something there, um, then it's very possible to come back and still feel that mm-hmm. and not understand why necessarily. Uh, that's really cool to think about. It, it is. I mean, and, and a lot of the times ancestors can even be us in another lifetime. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if your ancestors, like I was saying earlier, if, you're, if your ancestors are Celtic, let's say, mm-hmm. um, and you have, you know, your, your bloodline or your family was originally from there, then it's very, very possible that you would have lived a life um, in that time or, you know, in that area.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's fascinating because, you know, whenever, even when I look at my family tree, In everything, I have all of these little maps that I'm seeing how and why, and then I highly suspect something, and that wouldn't all make sense to me.
1: Right. Right. And it might not, unless you were able to go in and find that information, and then you would be able to connect that and understand why, you know, understand why you feel so drawn to that or why you have that one spot circled or, you know, or whatever.
0: Yeah. I, You know, it was so funny when you mentioned something like that. I remember because I'm fascinated with the Roma culture. I always have been. Mm -hmm. And like I told you earlier, it took me to another country completely, you know, trying to do research and, you know, and it it all looked very familiar to me and finding out that my great grandfather Uh was from France, came over to Canada you know, he read tea leaves and he played the violin in the fiddle mm-hmm. and, you know, ran booze like they all did up in the mountains. Right. But, you know, putting it all together in France, the Remarque went to France. They were in France. So, oh. you know, I didn't know that for the longest time until I actually did research. Like, why am I drawn to this? And then I began yeah. to realize, well, I bet you, because I'm starting to trace my family now, I bet you anything, that's where it came from. I bet you're right. You know? And yes. then I would have something tied together, like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, and a lot of the, like you said, that he read tea leaves and he was into mm-hmm. different things. And, uh, like, that stuff, like, that... The information, like the people having magic, if you will, or gifts, Mm -hmm. um, that's passed down through families, you know, through generations, um, whether whether it's known or not, you know, whether it was hidden or it wasn't, it's Mm -hmm. still gonna be there.
0: Yeah, and to me, it's just fascinating, especially with what you do. You can actually go in and heal some of the sorrow and the pain and the drama. Yes, all of that the traumatic things that happened and people don't realize that must have a big influence on our everyday life. Cause you see some people in life, it just seems like they have an easy going time and then you see others struggle. They go up a hill and it's down, up and down. Mm-hmm. That's really fascinating to me.
1: It, it is. It's, you know, I feel like people who really struggle um, maybe you know maybe came into this lifetime needing to to learn some type of lesson and maybe they're not able to or they're they're not aware of it. Mm. Um and people who you know but those people who are struggling in this life have more than likely had plenty of other lifetimes where they didn't they didn't struggle. Mm. You mm. know and vice versa it just kind of it depends on what it is that you're needing to to be to be learning in this lifetime or what you need to release or what it is that you're supposed to be doing, you know, and, and are we doing that? Right. Um, And as far as the, the releasing the different traumas and things in the past lives um, we can do, you know, we can do the same thing in this life. We can do the Mm -hmm. same, the same things um, consciously and not under hypnosis. It's just, you know, learning some different techniques and, And and putting them to use. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so cool that you can do this. I find it
0: amazing. Oh, thank you. So little kids, I swear, I don't know about you, but when you talk to children, because they don't have that mindset, as we do when we get older, they often will talk about stuff that retains to a past life yes Um, yes they do I remember like working in a daycare after I graduated many moons ago and Mm -hmm. there was this one girl and every time we we had nap time which was my favorite time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love kids, but whoa, 12 No, yeah. no. She would sit up, and she would bob her little head back and forth like she was doing Indian dance, and she wasn't an Indian. And one day I looked at her, I go, what are you doing? It's time for a nap. She goes, I always dance. I always dance. I love to dance on the stone. Ah, And she was like, four. <laughs> I'm like, stone, stone. <laughs> what are you referring <laughs> And I kind of put that together because I was raised in this. I was like, I wonder if she was a temple dancer. Oh. Because every time at NAP, I was amazed. I'd watch her for like 10, 15 minutes just amazed. (laughs) I was like,
1: what is that little one doing over there? That is so neat. It very well could be, you know. And she, like you said, younger kids, they don't have that, that filter or that block yet you know, like most adults do. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, a lot of them will remember. Yeah. Remember past lifetimes. um, And it's, it's so, so neat to be able to talk to kids who, Mm -hmm. who do remember who are aware of who they were in other lifetimes. It's so neat. Yeah. And it
0: dissipates as they get older. From my understanding, it starts to mellow a little bit. And I don't know if there's a reason for that. If they need to pay attention to this lifetime
1: now? Well, from my understanding, it is a majority of it is because they wouldn't, maybe they're not supported from, you know, by the adults that are around them that encourage them to talk about it and to remember and to, you know, ask if they remember any other lifetimes. Um, Not only that, but, you know, in typical society, we as humans want to fit in Mm, as much as as much as we can we want to fit in and so you know talking about those things Mm -hmm. typically is not fitting in or you know a lot of not everybody else is doing that and so they they kind of stop so that they can be like everybody else um i i did talk to i talked to i think he was six at the time um a six-year-old here while back who was on the titanic Hmm. And he told me everything from buying the tickets to, you know, what happened to hearing the the ship crack when the half was sinking and it broke off, and the other half sank. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just amazing. It was amazing the details that he was able to give. Now, did he survive or pass? He did. No, he survived. He was in. Said he was in one of like the the lifeboats. And that's where he like heard the crack. And he said, like he thought as soon as it happened, he said, I'll never forget that. And he's still in this lifetime as a six-year-old remembering exactly wow. what it looked like and exactly what it sounded like. Yeah. Wow. Does he have a fear of water or anything? Uh, No. Wow. Nope. No, he doesn't have nothing like that. Like, no fear of anything, really. He Like, he wasn't afraid when he was talking about it. Like, he gets excited and animated, you know, <laughs> when he talks about it. Yeah, it's really, it was really, really neat to listen to him tell me the story. So, I wonder if he was on the boat, if he saw
0: all of the people pass, or if he was out of the distance of it.
1: Um, He said he saw, he said he saw people floating okay. in the water. Yeah, so, like, he saw... He saw, he remembers ever, like literally everything. <clears throat>
0: wow. That would be something else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was so neat.
0: That's well, really interesting because, you know, I've read books and stuff where kids, you know, know where their graves are even.
1: Yeah. Where they I, can
0: take their parents to where they were buried and everything. And that always fascinated me too. Like, wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, it it is. It's really, it's really neat that they're able to to remember that much detail mm. like that. It's so neat. I I I think I read about that somewhere. I don't remember where, but it, I you know I did read a lot of details about it. But it is. It's 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 so cool. Like I I remember different past lives that I've had, but not enough detail. I don't you know to be able to go and find my grave or the house that I would have lived in or Mm -hmm. anything like that. So that's really cool.
0: That's very interesting. I think that's interesting too. Kids always fascinate me anyway by the things they say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They like the ones who are more open. um, Definitely very, very, very cool to talk to. Yeah. So
0: as adults go, are kids easier to talk to about this than adults?
1: Well, I don't know. Honestly, I haven't, I haven't talked to a a lot of kids. I haven't, um, put any, I would say I haven't put anyone younger than I think 13 into hypnosis. Mm -hmm. Um, but I am definitely open to it. It's really good for kids to be able to go in and find those things and be aware, um, Especially at such a young age like that, to even to be open to it yeah. is so, so good. Um so I am absolutely I I welcome any any kids in to do regressions or even just to talk about it, honestly. Yeah.
0: I think it'd be really good therapy for a lot of children, especially nowadays. It,
1: nowadays seems to be so stressful on children. Yeah, I agree. They don't have that playful childhood um, like there needs to be. Yeah. Now Um, I, I I have never had kids,
0: but I remember my childhood was pretty go lucky. You know, you just come inside the house when the lights went out, you know? Right. (laughs) And mine was pretty similar. Yeah. When the street lights are turned on, you come home.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we didn't sit around on the couch and play, video games or, you know, be on tablets or phones or anything, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, we still have our own set of issues from our childhood, you know, but I, I, I really feel like, especially with the amount of kids who are coming in now, who Mm -hmm. are coming in awake and staying that way, uh, they're, they're definitely needing people to talk to who understand oh, them, yeah. who are open to what they have to say, who believe them when they tell, you know, a story from a past life or when they say that they, you know, are hearing things or seeing things or whatever. Um, so that our kids aren't getting, aren't getting shut down so that they're able to stay open, uh, and be who they came in to be. Right.
0: I agree. There's so many parents that they're so busy. And I understand the busyness, you know, they just hand them a tablet, make them watch a movie, and they do whatever they need to do. There's none right. of that interaction,
1: hardly. Yeah, I, I know that there's a lot of that missing now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like I said, even when when I was younger, I know I'm 40, so when I was younger, um, I don't feel like I was listened to as much as what I felt that I needed to be. You know, so everybody's got their own set of things to work sure. through from their childhood their own inner child work to do um but i i feel like it we need to to change yeah. the way that things are are going
0: oh yeah and uh, you know i may always never make it a secret you know i i had a mother that was very open to all of this she mm-hmm. was an amazing lady and you know at a young age she talked about egard casey every day mhm you know, and she talked about The Course of Miracles and reincarnation. That was big with her. Yeah. Very fascinated amazing.
1: with reincarnation. It, it is just so fascinating, though. <laughs> There's so many, so many possibilities. Endless, yeah.
0: really. And so many lessons.
1: Yep, so many lessons. It's like we yeah, really are in school. We really are. We really are lessons and tests you know all the time yeah
0: sometimes i wish i was on vacation but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <me too. laughs> I like, um, can i have a break please i've learned my lesson i really have you don't need to do that anymore
1: <laughs> i know wouldn't that be nice can you just send me to hawaii for a week i think i'm
0: good for now Thanks. Yeah, i'm good for now i want i want one of these lies that just goes really smooth from now
1: on me too.
0: What you just threw me a curveball? No, no.
1: <laughs> said, yeah, there's lots of those. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> but it won't. No, <laughs> no, it will not. I mean, it, it will if we do the work. But I know it's it can be really difficult, very challenging oh, yeah. at times.
0: So, do you think all of these children now? There's a lot of people coming back that are teachers, and they've been coming back. I think it started with the Indigo children.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you know, they, they came in and now the others are all coming in and we're obviously all of us are here for a purpose. We all have this purpose and we all have this knowing now. Do you think there's right. going to be a huge movement in the metaphysical world, you know, past lives, spirituality?
1: Um, I think that, well, I think that it's happening right now. And I will say that because I've Put myself in, you know, the spiritual world. I feel like it's it's happening right now because it's mm. all around me, you know. Right. Um, but I, you know, I do. Like I feel like more and more people are, like I was saying earlier, more and more people are waking up all the time, mm. all the time. Like we're the numbers are are rising, you know, so right. fast, and that's why, you know, right now these, these people on that have different channels on, you know, YouTube and TikTok and what have you mm-hmm. are so popular because so many people are looking for some kind of guidance. Right. Um, so many people are starting to realize that they, what they've been shown and taught uh, throughout their whole entire lives is, is not the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so they're looking for answers. And so I feel like That is is happening right now.
0: Right. Very, very fascinating. Yeah. So Stephanie, if somebody wants one of your amazing sessions, how do they get a hold of you?
1: So my phone number is 260-409-2705. Um, they're welcome to call me or text me. You can find me on Facebook under, um, under my name, Stephanie Berkshire, uh, or I have a, a different page, um, Stephanie Berkshire Healing with Past Life Regression. welcome to send me a message or a friend request on there. Um, I do have some different options for Mm. my past life regressions. And is it okay if I go over those? Of course. Okay. So um, I do just a a basic regular past life regression. um, And that one, I'll get you into hypnosis and we'll go through, um, we'll go find whatever lifetime the person is needing to experience at the time. Uh, Any trauma or anything that, is found during that session, during any of the memories that we go into. um, I will help them to release that as best I can. Um, And I do that through color therapy, Mm -hmm. uh, which is where I have them kind of pinpoint where in their body they're feeling that trauma. So let's say something happens. Uh, And they're feeling like they weren't good enough or they felt guilty, or you know, whatever's going on with them in in the situation that they're experiencing, um, you're gonna feel that somewhere, right? And so, once we figure out where that is, whether it's stomach or chest, or sometimes hands, arms, um, I ask, you know, what color that is, and we'll get a healing color, and we just kind of breathe out. The, the trauma and breathe in the healing color. And mm-hmm. that helps to release a lot of that energy that is stuck in the body. Okay. Oh, um, awesome. So once we go through the different experiences in that lifetime um, and kind of get a well-rounded idea of what that life looked like, you know, who they were, what year it was. Um, usually we can get a location, mm-hmm. a name. Uh, we'll go through to the end of the life, and then i ask questions about what the purpose of that life was, uh, how it relates to their current life, um, and just any other information that we're able to get mm-hmm. uh, before the regression is over. Um, so that would be the, the first option. Okay. And then the second option would be the full past life regression with... Um, with you know any any benefits that were in the the first option but on the second option I invite in any of their spirit guides who are able to come in and join them Mm -hmm. and typically they'll be able to see their spirit guides and talk with them get any messages um, ask them any questions Um, and then I ask their guides if there's any healing that they're able to give um, and that is usually a, that's a really popular one. That's a really good option. If you have trouble with contacting your spirit guides, um, so that you're able to do that. And then I ask, you know, how they're able to contact them in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, the third option is going to be everything from the first two options. You get the full past life progression. Um, we've We bring in the spirit guides um, and give, you know, give the client some time with their guides. But for the last option, I have the person write down a list of questions that they've been wondering. Mm -hmm. Um, It can be absolutely any question that they've got, anything about a spiritual experience that they've had, any relationships they have um, or have had, anything like career-wise, just generally anything, anything you can think of, as many questions as you would like to bring in. And after the spirit guides are done, um, I ask the person's higher self or oversoul to come in and join us in the session. And I ask any questions that are on the list. And I also ask the person's higher self to do a full body scan on the person. And with that, they're looking for anything that needs healed, anything that needs released, mm-hmm. um, any physical issues, emotional, mental, um, just literally anything. I asked um, to have any attachments removed and healed. And so that third option is a very deep healing experience. Um, so those are the three options that I offer. And I, yeah. Stephanie, for the people that don't,
0: don't know. What is an oversoul?
1: So your oversoul or your higher self is going to be the part of you that is uh, always connected to everything. Um, it's the, the part of you that is pretty much, um, guiding you through life. Um, when you, when you're alive, your physical body is attached to your oversoul by an energetic cord. Um, when you die, that energetic cord is severed and then your oversoul would, would be the part of you um, that would be able to leave. Okay. Um, it is the part of you that is able to connect to any past lifetime, any parallel um, anything that you would do in between lifetimes and that's why it there's so much information that you are able to get by connecting with your oversoul. Oh, thank you. That's amazing. You're welcome.
0: So Stephanie, you are located in Fort Wayne. Where do you do most
1: of your readings? So I do I have a room that I uh that I rent from Acacia's Journeys um, Metaphysical Shop is the store that's open. Mm -hmm. Um, And Acacia's Journeys Wellness Center is connected to the shop. It's all one big plaza. And my room is going to be on the Wellness Center side.
0: Okay. All right. And do you also do them over the internet or on Zoom?
1: Yes, I can absolutely do um, do a video, do it over a video chat, over Zoom or over um, Facebook Messenger or whatever is easiest. Okay,
0: good to know. So Fort Wayne, that's yes. where you are located. Anyone yes. that would love a past life regression or a reading, please contact Stephanie. I think that will be an amazing journey for you. Definitely. Well, Stephanie, I want to thank you so much For all of the information tonight, you are amazing, and I cannot wait to meet you in person again.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you so much for having me. It was my pleasure. Yes, and I will talk to you very soon. And you have a wonderful evening, Stephanie. Okay, you too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.